haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason Heal. I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute, and this is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today we talk to Maxim researcher Alapasita Till about her recent column. Ala, welcome to the podcast this week. Well, thanks, Jason. Always a pleasure to be here. Excellent. Hey, um, your article this week, Time to Stop Dropping the Ball on Education, mm. um, you open with this uh, awesome quote from G.K. Chesterton. Uh, he talks about education as simply the soul of a society as it passes from one generation to another. Now, that's a beautiful quote, kind of encompasses, I guess, what we hope or imagine education yeah. to be. Uh, why did you start with that quote? Because looking around and you, you focus on the NCA pilot program mm. results, you kind of wonder what's the state of the soul of our society. So, yeah, yeah just uh, maybe expand on that for us. Sure. Um, I thought it kind of s- summed up well um, just the state of education affairs. And education in some ways in various con- societies is its lifeline, as a yeah. nation's lifeline if you think of what it leads to, how it equips people and trains, but also um, not just the vocational part of things, but in terms of helping to form and shape people, education does that. So if we sort of look at the state of education today, uh, we're not seeing, it's a grim picture, essentially. Um, It isn't something to be passed on, in in my opinion, and it needs to, it's something that needs our attention Mm. um the word crisis has been thrown around quite a bit uh, in the past two to three years in light of the pandemic and rightfully so but i think what it hasn't been thrown towards is the state of education and so uh, you mentioned the pilot which i talk a little bit about in the column this pilot is looking at new mandatory literacy and numeracy standards which year 11 and actually year 9 to 13 students will need to have in order to have NCA That's high school students, high school right? students, secondary yeah. school students. Yeah. So this pilot uh, showed that a third of students um, didn't do the writing component yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, only just over fifty percent achieved the numeracy standard. So yes, it's a pilot, but yeah. it is pretty indicative. Yeah, it's it paints a, a pretty grim picture of where our education system is yeah. at. Um, I suppose a lot of people in commenting on this will focus on those negative results and say this is a real problem. Um, we love to pile on, you know, and, mm. and criticize and critique. But w- if we were going to offer maybe some solutions going forward, what would you suggest? I mean, you you say that in the column answering some questions raises more questions. Mm. So I guess what are the deeper questions that we need to answer that might help? come towards a solution yeah absolutely Uh, over the weekend i heard the phrase never waste a good crisis (laughs) and so i feel like that's quite fitting in terms of looking forward in light of education our education woes Um, one area that i talk about particularly is our teacher education so it matters who we put in front of our school children in the sense of how are we resourcing them, how are we equipping them, but also how are we shaping and forming them. And so we know that teacher education sits within our universities, um, formerly Teachers College, but they'd been absorbed over the years. So it matters what is happening with the pipeline of our teachers. Yeah. And also we know that COVID um, 
brought three, two to three years of disrupted learning, yeah. mislearning in some contexts, and we just don't know what the full impact of that, because it's still unfolding, and so we don't know where teachers are having to catch up students, and then um, do we know that teachers are getting professional development, so it Teachers are probably one area, feasible area, that yeah. we can focus on bettering. Um, so the way that we train them yes. the, and the way that we support them post-training and yes. while they're on the job. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, essentially, we need to figure out, okay, well, they're the ones in front of our school children. Yeah. Are they are they equipped with the tools and the resources to teach well, yeah. to um, essentially help change these statistics as well? Yeah. You know, children... Um, are still children and they need adults leading the charge and yeah. teachers are adults in some ways so yeah. we need to make sure that they're um, in the best position we need to set them up to win yeah. essentially yeah and so one of the things that you and i have talked about is a national standard of some sort can you kind of tease that out for us yes um in terms of teacher training because it's left to tertiary institutions uh, there are certain things that they must adhere to in terms of a criteria of their teacher training but there's sort of no national standard of you need to, all teachers need to demonstrate ABC. Yeah. So there needs to be sort of some coherence across teacher education and more so, I would say, even as far as across our education sector. In terms of delivery of yes. education? Yeah. yeah. Currently yeah. we work in silos, like we've got early learning here, we've got primary, yeah. intermediate, and then we've got secondary, and they're not talking to each other uh, yeah. in terms of teachers as well. So that in terms of a national standard, one, there needs to be coherence across how we train our teachers and then also coherence around how we track our young, a young person or a, a child's learning right from year zero to um, the compulsory age, which is about year 11, year 12. So yeah. there isn't any coherence across that. It's sort yeah. of just like you pick up where they left off and then you just do your best, yeah. which isn't the best right now. Yeah. This pilot's showing us that. So yeah. we need to bring in some... We need all parties talking to each other yeah. and teachers. We begin with teachers. Yeah. Yes. Great. Oh, well, great thoughts, Allah. Awesome. And I'm sure some great fixes if people listen, <laughs> take yes, the time to listen. Yes, we need to pass on um, good things yeah. onto our young people and yeah. set them up to win. Yeah. Well, thanks for being with us. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Now let's hear from Allah as she reads her column. G.K. Chesterton described education as simply the soul of a society as it passes from one generation to another. Our current education system makes on wonder about the state of our societal soul as future generations inherit it. The latest results from a pilot of changes to incoming NCA literacy and numeracy standards found that 34% of students achieve the writing assessment, 64% pass the reading standard, and 56% achieve the numeracy standards. Dig a little deeper and you'll find that only 2% of decile 1 students pass the writing assessment, with 15% of decile 1 to 2 students passing literacy and numeracy assessments. The Post-Primary Teachers Association, also known as the PPTA, stated that teachers and students need more time to apply the changes required for learning and teaching the new NCA standards. Whilst unopposed to the incoming wave of NCA changes, the PPTA are asking for more help and support for teachers in the implementation process. These unsurprising statistics are unfortunately a snapshot of the dire state of our compulsory schooling system, we're looking at a generation of learners failing the basic literacy and numeracy standards needed to participate and function in society. If that isn't challenging enough, our education sector is also facing three years of disrupted learning 
the impacts of which are still unfolding. Perhaps it's time to have honest and uncomfortable conversations about the state of New Zealand education. To use a sporting phrase, where are we dropping the ball with our literacy and numeracy woes? Answering this only raises more questions. Could it be how we're teaching these subjects? Are our teachers using evidence-based approaches for teaching foundational literacy and numeracy skills? Are we providing practical professional learning development opportunities for teachers? What resources are used to support teachers and students during seismic curriculum changes? Do we need broader systemic changes like national monitoring systems that track a child's progress in their foundational years of learning, so from your year zero to year eight? Times of crisis bring clarity and opportunity. It is as clear as daylight that our education system is facing a literacy and numeracy crisis. Herein lies a chance to focus on troubleshooting possible problematic areas like whom we place in front of our school children. Dwight D. Eisenhower noted, teachers need our active support and encouragement. They are doing one of the most necessary and exacting jobs in the land. They are developing a most precious national resource, our children, our future citizens. Our educators did a phenomenal job in ensuring learning continued amidst pandemic disruptions. In our COVID-19 recovery efforts, the Ministry of Education, Schools, the Teachers' Council and others alike need to seriously consider how we can equip our teachers to teach well in today's climate. We need current resources and professional development training provided by MOE and schools aligned with evidence-based practices. It's time to review how we train our teachers and ensure our teaching programs are driven by the science of teaching and learning rather than ideology. Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mate Wa, goodbye for now.